We're continuing on with Not Sam Wrestling after breaking down everything that happened at Extreme Rules. Welcome to 416B. Welcome to MJF. This is Not Sam Wrestling. Introducing your host from New York, here is Sam Roberts. Two pods on the same day, at the same time. I don't know that it's ever been done before. I don't know that it'll ever be done again. I don't know economically that it makes sense. I don't know that it's the right thing to do for listeners. But it just, it felt right for this very special occasion. Extreme Rules was a very special pay-per-view, and I felt needed its own time to shine and reflect upon. It's not an introductory segment. It's its own segment. But you know what else is its own segment? An interview that I conducted with one MJF. Now, in, I don't know, 2018, 2019, right before AEW started, right before the press conference, not even right before AEW started, right before the press conference announcing, it might've been the second press conference. I think the first press conference might've already happened or maybe there's some rumor at least that AEW was beginning, but MJF was here in the Not Sam studio right before he became an AEW superstar. I've known MJF uh, for actually for a very long time. I know I've known him before before he was on All In. I remember celebrating with Pat Buck when MJF was on uh, the All In pay-per-view. He was like the sort of guy that was going to be granted that level of exposure. Uh, and he was, and it worked, and, and he worked, and it was great. MJF, uh, he was a... Uh, a guy who put the work in on the East Coast Independence, though, and that's where I got to know him. And man, he was the exact same schmuck that you see on television now, back then, as a kid on the East Coast Indies. It's like, what are you doing? But we talked about it, right? And it was a great conversation. But I, I thought it was, uh, it was time for a, for a checkup, for a checkup and a check-in. After everything that's changed, MJF is an entirely different person. MJF is an entirely different entity than the one who stepped into this studio the first time. He's now become one of the highest paid uh, wrestlers in the industry, if what he says is true, especially at the age of 26, uh, and certainly become one of the most talked about pro wrestlers in the industry. And I wanted to talk to one of the most talked about wrestlers in the industry and somebody that I've known for years about a lot of different things. I wanted to talk to him about what was going on in AEW, not only his relationship now, with the company and with Tony Khan, but also what the hell happened with the autograph signing? What happened when he disappeared? What happened when he jumped on television and, and called his boss a mark? What was that? I also wanted to know what he thinks about wrestling in general. He's a very smart guy when it comes to wrestling. I can't speak on anything else. What do you think of Sami Zayn, of Paul Heyman, of Triple H? We talked a lot about Triple H. We talked a lot about a lot. This video in its entirety is up on the Not Sam Wrestling YouTube channel. So uh, if you'd like to watch us break it all down, you can do so at the Not Sam Wrestling YouTube channel. And while you're there, I'd appreciate uh, if you subscribe to it. Subscribe to the audio version, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and enjoy my conversation here with MJF. The Not Sam Wrestling interview. Well, I suppose that Hell must have frozen over because the devil has somehow ended up in the Not Sam studio. Ladies and gentlemen, back here for the first time in 
in years. Yeah, 2019, I think. I think so. Was the last time. It was right before the press conference yeah. where you announced that you were kind of the big indie signing. Yeah. And indie in the sense that you weren't coming from WWE. Signing for AEW. MJF is here. As I sit here, I realize I've made a horrible mistake. I don't think you have. We'll try to get through it the best it's, we can, I, painlessly. All right. Well, I feel like, you know, that's a fairly negative way to start, but it, this is, could be a full circle we'll see. thing for you. What I had a I will great say time. Is this, yeah. If we played back any clips from the last one, I'm sure I made a lot of calls on what was going to occur in my career. Yeah. And at the time, I'm sure a lot of people went, this is a funny guy, this MJF. Right. Turns out I was right. Yeah. About literally everything. Yeah. And now here we are. I'm rich. I'm famous. Yeah. And the only thing in your life that's changed is the fact that you're bald. No, I mean, I there's the mics are new. The, things have changed. I'm doing well. I'm doing I fine. Know. I feel like this set is downgraded. It hasn't downgraded. No, it hasn't. It hasn't downgraded. It's a little musty down here. Well, yeah. I mean, it's been here for a while, okay. but you know, it's still, it's yeah. still, you know, things are good for both of us. Understood. I, you know, I would kind of look at you. And go like, oh, I'm so proud of everything he's accomplished. Well, because Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. You make it difficult sometimes. Hey. You make it difficult. Okay, so here's the thing that I've noticed in, in your interviews. And I, I feel like uh, there are some people that take liberties with you in interviews where they try to kind of meet your hostility oh, with they, their... They get literally verbally assassinated when they do so. Yeah. And it's a fun ride for everybody watching. Yeah, but yeah. But Sam, you... you yeah. I'm not saying you're smart, because you're not. Thanks. But what I would say mm -hmm. is you have more experience with me. You have known me since I was 18 years old. Yeah. So you're smart enough to know, oh, probably shouldn't try to go blow for blow with this guy verbally. Well, it's also like I would go blow for blow with you, because I can talk, mm -hmm. if you were not telling the truth, if history yeah. didn't match up with you. Like yeah. when you were 18 yeah. and you were like, yeah, I'm just the best to ever do this. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, kind of roll the sure, eyes. Sure, sure, sure. And then you show up and like all of a sudden, all that stuff ends up being true. Was there a moment where you were like- Birth. Okay, what? Birth. I'm sorry, what's the birth. question? No, I was gonna ask yeah. when when you realized that, that, that all of what some may have called hyperbole at one point yeah. was not actually hyperbole. Okay, was there so a the, moment? Uh, the answer I said was right. It was okay. birth. It was birth. Right. Yeah. So there wasn't... No, in, in all honesty, if if I'm really being completely honest, and a lot of people are like, oh my God, this guy's so arrogant, this, that, or the other thing, da, da, da. Mm. Here's the facts. Yeah. I think Pat Buck was unnerved by how good I was on day one. I think yeah. it made him uncomfortable. You do? I really do. Yeah. Because I look back on it now, yeah. and I think about being run through the drills at Create a Pro at 18 years old. Yeah. You know, doing all of, you know, the moves, le learning it day one, and just nailing everything. And I'm not saying that to be funny. This isn't hyper. I, like, literally did everything perfectly, and I remember Pat just had a look on his face. It was half disdain mm -hmm. and half shock and awe. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And and so it's like when you see him now, because he's there at AEW, yeah. is there sort of a mentor, mentee? I here's the deal. There's only a handful of people on this planet that I respect. Wow. Genuinely respect. Yeah. He's one of them. Oh. As is as is Brian Myers, aka Kurt Hawkins, yeah. aka I plays with toys guy. Yeah. I I don't respect the action figure stuff. He's right. kind of lame. There's okay. like nine of me, and I don't I don't own any of them. I own I got one. Uh, of, them. of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, but but yeah, I would say those guys are on the the handful of the list because I create a pro. Um, we have done 
I mean, I think it's honestly fair to say we're the best school in America. We have established and created the most stars outside of, you know, that PC system. Yeah. For the company that I would say it's fair to say you work for, or is that inappropriate? I work say? with WWE. You I certainly work with WWE. I'm okay, so here's another thing yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, noticed yeah. that hasn't okay. come up. And yeah, I, yeah. I'll tell you when I noticed My it. My mage vocabulary. I noticed it. Yeah. I noticed it, uh, I think, week two okay. after the pay-per-view. Because you didn't say mid. You went ma 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 mid Mid, yes. And then I started paying attention to your words. And it's not just the words you're using. It's how you're saying them. And I said, there is so much... Dipperstein in this person because I've spent time. Can I just say one thing about yeah. Brian Dipperstein? Yeah, he's a great guy. I've heard he's a great guy. I've heard mention yeah, the Sench. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you know I've heard a lot of great things about him. I've spent a lot of time with him. Yeah. You know, um, and I, I I noticed real quickly because there is a thing with Brian Dipperstein who people may know from the Cheap Heat podcast, yes. but really Which, to a, me. I've collected all the infinity zones and that's the last one as far dip. as, as far as interviewers go. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel that's the last one to do. Well, my wife has worked with dip, uh, in, in his professional life, in mm -hmm. his, in his work life. Not yes. his, I feel like the wrestling part is the shoot part that people don't get to it's see. It's all a shoot. Right. <laughs> Brian Dipperstein is Brian Dipperstein 24 seven. MJF is MJF 24 yeah. seven, as you know. And I think that's why me and him have become fast friends. But, 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 but my wife goes like, I go, yeah, he is thinking about, Spending, you know, $5,000 to get demolition to come to his house and watch a pay-per-view. And he loves doing this wrestling podcast. And he's just here as a fan. And she's like, I don't, I don't understand. I've known this Hollywood wheeler dealer guy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's all, it's yeah. all literally him. the best agent in all of LA. So he, he's your agent. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not out loud. I don't know if he wants it to be a press release. Well, you've been talking like him on television. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, if he is my agent, I'll say this. Yeah. He's doing a great job. <laughs> if I'm not allowed to say he's my agent, I'd right. say if he was, right. he would be doing a great job. <laughs> right. You've only heard good things. Only good things. <laughs> so, okay, let's say if he was your agent. Yes. Is he also negotiating your wrestling deals or is this something? No. no. My wrestling deals, I've I've handled my entire career uh, entirely by myself. Okay. Um, which is why I make a stupid amount of money right now at right. 26 years old. Right. Honest, if I'm being completely honest, transparent, I think it's definitely fair to say that no one at my age is making the money that I'm making right now in the history of the business. Like, if you look back at 26 years old, they were not making the amount of money that I'm making right now. No. Ever and, in the history of the business. Was that always, was the, the amount of money that you're making, was that always uh, paramount to you? Or early on, was it like, I want to I wanna just get better? <laughs> How do you get better when you're already the best? So it was okay, always. So it goes back to the Pat Buck. Samuel. Yeah. It's always been about money. This okay. is a, it's a it's it's not a friend business, right? Yeah. It's show business. Right. It's business. Yes. It's business. Yeah. It's the pro wrestling business. It's also a sport. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But within that sport, there's a business, mm -hmm. and my goal has always been to make the most amount of money, to then use that to transcend and enter into the Hollywood sphere. And then literally leave all of my fans in the dust and pretend I never knew they existed in the first place. Okay, so you will not be one of those guys that says, well, I'll always have an appreciation for the wrestling world. But I don't even like wrestling. You don't? You know, here's the thing. Tell I me. studied it. I had to in order to be the best. Uh -huh. I think through studying it, I grew an appreciation towards professional wrestling. But once I'm done with wrestling, you will never see me again. Wow. Ever. I am using this sport like a succubus. I am sucking the life out of it, yeah. the blood, the money, yeah. and then I will be gone. I've already booked a huge movie 
I'm not allowed to announce what it is, but it will be happening and it will be announced soon. You ever seen help? It's again, I not allowed or at liberties to say whether sure. or not Brian Dipperstein helped at this moment. If sure. he did, I'll tell you this. He did a great <laughs> job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So All right. I have that going on. Uh, the people in Warner brothers discovery are like crazy high on MJF. They love They're you. coming up with, potential ideas for MJF outside of the wrestling sphere. Whoa. There's also a uh, podcasting opportunity that has been thrown my way that I'm considering. Oh boy. So I'm bad I'm, news for me. Oh, one million percent. Yep. Um, so I'm honestly, and I'm not saying this to be funny because again, when we had our first interview back in 2019, I believe yeah. I said a bunch of stuff. I'm sure people watched and went, what a funny character this is. Yes. I'm dead serious. You're going to find out that everything that I'm talking about right now in a few months time was completely and entirely real because everything about me is completely and entirely real. I am MJF 24 seven. And what happens when you're MJF is you get insane opportunities. And there's a lot of people in LA that want a piece of Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I mean, I don't blame him. I, I get it. I don't blame them. Um, I will ask you, I had heard rumor. You know how rumors are. They're yeah. just all over rumor the place. And, and you don't really deal in. Much like my best friend, brother love. Right. Bruce Pritchard. He's been here too. I love you. <laughs> I don't deal in rumor in any window. I don't do it. Yeah. Did you and Bruce Pritchard become best friends in the MLW? MLW, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. MLW, I got to pick his brain and he's hands down one of the brightest minds I've ever dealt with in the wrestling business. And it's funny. I think people have fun. It's like fun to shit on him for some reason. Right. I, I think it's heresy. Mm -hmm. The guy's a genius. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big Bruce Pritchard fan myself, uh, which I would think would surprise nobody. But, uh, when you talk about, I, the, some of the rumor and innuendo yeah. was that the Warner brothers people got real, they were mad when you went on TV before your, uh, hiatus and you called your boss an F-wording mark. Sure. Right. That They, sure. I, they, that's they, they were, were so mad, in fact, right. that once they noticed how much the ratings dipped when MJF left, that was they may or may not have called Tony Khan and say, pay the man. Pay the man his money. That could have been a corporate... Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. Who's to say? I don't... I mean, you would be... What I will say about yeah. Warner Brothers Discovery as a whole... They're great, <laughs> great guys. Right, I've heard and girls. I've heard, I've heard good things. People, guys in the in the you know not not in the literal sense. Yes, right, right. Guys, colloquially, arching. yes, colloquially of speaking. Of course, it's twenty twenty two. Great guys, great guys. Yeah, no, yes. no, no, totally, totally. Um, when you when you did come back, mm. first of all, I can imagine that to get the Rolling Stones music playing in that arena, it's a lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Didn't come out of your end. <laughs> Okay. What are you, nuts? Okay, but you no. insisted upon oh, yeah. sympathy for the devil. You, That's part of the story. You want daddy back, pay stupid amount of money for one of daddy's favorite songs of all time. Right. And then maybe, or maybe not even, I'll show up. Right. Do you call yourself daddy in negotiations? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. You do. It's daddy, devil, salt of the earth, right. the guy, <laughs> the one. You right. know. People are waiting for it to break. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. no, no. no. And no. I... I think, I, again, yeah. I find it funny that people will watch stuff and they'll be like, oh, he's such a funny, like, uh, this is me. This is me 24 Does it amuse you that people cheer you in that in that way that they're like, oh, because I'm going to cheer? Because I think that this is what happens. They go, I'm such a smart wrestling fan Yes, that I'm going to cheer mm. because I'm in on it. I, was I get not, the shtick. I'm going to be completely transparent. Yes. I was not prepared for the devil worshipers. 
I was not. Now I'm all for it. Grab mm-hmm. your pitchforks, daddy. Let's go. Right. I'm all for it. When I came out, I had what used to be called a uh, like an LOD pop. I've heard it. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. It's now an MJF pop. Oh, my ears were bleeding. Right. And we were in Chicago, of all places, with CM Punk standing in the ring with a new title. And when I got to the back, it was at that moment I went, oh, this is new. Okay, And the way I look at it now is this. I'm a megastar. Okay. When my music hits, I'm going to get a guttural reaction from the fans because there's nothing like me in professional wrestling. If you want to cheer me, cheer me. If you want to boo me, boo me. Now, it also seems to be dependent on, you know, where we're at. Like, for example, we were just in Philadelphia. I saw people trying to get over the guardrail to get at me. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be different wherever I go. Was that when you were singing the Mets song? I honestly, that, that wasn't. How it, 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 it was a bit of an issue. Yeah, but I would understand too if I was a Phillies fan, right? Because they suck. Like they're actually rotten, hot ass. So that's where the, maybe the anger of those people came from. Is I would that be mad too. I think a lot of the anger towards me in general is just jealousy out of out of sincerely people looking at me and being like, God, why can't I be that cool? And it's yeah. understandable. But it's also, I definitely, every single time these people boo me, I, it's hard to feel for them because I'm then reminded that they're just pores. Poor, you call them, like you say, pores? The pores. The pores don't know any better. I see. I see. Yeah, and I mean, you have made physical changes yourself. Physically, you look like a different man. I have put on 20 pounds um, during my um, time off. Yeah. Um, And it was all muscle. I... I weigh a lot and I'm very jacked Yeah, and I am excited to take my shirt off this Wednesday uh, <sighs> on Dynamite when I wrestle uh, Wheeler Yuta. And by the time you see this, I will have most likely beaten him handedly. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even think about that, that you have not uh, yet displayed your People physique. People have only seen, you know, the arms, oh the gosh. shoulders, yeah. you know. Oh, my but goodness. But I've yet to do oh a goodness. lot of this action. And this is me sitting down. That's crazy. I'm in, yeah, I'm in ridiculous shape. That's By crazy. far the most jacked Jewish wrestler in the history of the business. Would you, yeah, I would have to research that, but I could, I could get be behind true. it as you say it's it. Gotta be true, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you're thirst trap territory. Oh, God, yeah. Which is. Daddy, daddy has people loving and liking stuff on social media left and right yeah it's crazy yeah that's uh yeah that's gotta be nice love it that's great what about the fact that as soon as you started calling your fans devil worshipers there was a lot i didn't i don't sometimes realize i'm not the most 
religious person in the world, sure. but but bringing Satanism yeah. into wrestling, that's I found still it, a taboo. I found it very funny. I, I found that a lot of people that were calling themselves Christians yes. were saying they were very offended. Yes. As if the devil only exists in Christianity, right. which is ridiculous. Right. If you look at the Jewish religion, mm -hmm. it is based on the first testament. Mm -hmm. We don't read the second testament, just the first. Right. Jews are too lazy to read the second testament. Right. We've got shit to do. Yeah. We gotta make money. We gotta, you know, fix your unhealthy, you know, Gentile people. Right. Sure, sure. So the first testament talks about the devil. Right. So are we just gonna pretend that the devil doesn't exist in Almost every religion, there's, there's there's an idea of purgatory and going to the bad place in quite literally every type of religion. Right, right. And I just thought it was funny that, it was, how are you making fun of, no. No. No, I'm really not. No. And I enjoy the fact that you're triggered. Right, to it the point where you me, made a t-shirt. Oh my God, because it makes me happy. Because the poor's get up in arms. The poor. But then they still, the poor still use the small bit of money that they have. Right. On my t-shirts, which I think is a good thing if you think about it, because if they weren't using it on my t-shirts, they'd probably be using it on crack or something. And you think that there are, are people who buy your shirt instead of crack? One million percent. I see. Because there's nothing more addictive in this world than MJF. And then it's crack is the second most. I would say crack's, yeah, I'd say so. I'd right. say crack is, it's up there. It, but oh, it's yeah, not, very, very addictive. I would say of all, of all the things out there that gives you a high, right. there is no bigger high than... MJF. I mean, that would, again, I, I, I would love to call you on that and say like, well, I don't, but it's like, when that goes like, you get the, the second people hear my music, it is an MJF pop. Yeah. There's no other way to describe it. Now, uh, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, told a story about you at, uh, AEW's media scrum that I feel like is being forgotten about because everybody wants to talk about every, all the drama that happened with yes. punk and the, and yes. the bucks and everything. Yeah. But, uh, he talked about how he believes that uh, you're a you're a good guy. We'll say you know babyface. You're a good yeah. guy. You're you're. I you're think a... I'm a great guy. I think I'm salt of <laughs> the earth. You kidding me? So I totally agree with Chris. I'm a. <laughs> you get where he's going. I'm a. From. I'm a great. Who doesn't love me? Right. And, and that's the thing. Like I said, um, I. You actually, you'll find the biggest stars in our industry today are all going through the same thing, mm -hmm. and this is just true. When I come through the curtain, when Roman comes through the curtain, this is a good example. Mm -hmm. You will hear the the crowd is it's deafening. And there's cheers going on and there's booze going on. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is it's the loudest it'll be all night. Right. And that's and it. Roman is Roman. Yep. And that's it. That's it. MJF is MJF. And that's, and that's it. That's it. You're yep. going to be that. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. Do, I, do I feel there will come a time in my career where I will entirely lean into the cheering? Mm -hmm. I don't know. What I do know is what I care about most, as we've, as we've have discussed, is money. Right. right. Is there more money to be made? Who's to say? Who's to say? What I do know is this. I'm not changing a damn thing. Right. And what I mean by lean into it is like, oh, you're cheering me? Okay. Good right. for you. Right. That's great. That's right. fantastic. Right. Right. That's how Brian Dipperstein would respond. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. I just, I just saw him. He come, he just, he just has an, an infectious. He's the best way to be. I love him. He's the best. I love him. Okay, so let's talk about uh, uh, your return. Right, you come back and like you have. This but great, I will say, so go ahead. Just no, one please, more thing on please. that. Please, I do think the whole good guy bad guy thing is very. Well, it's interesting because uh, I'm just me. Austin 
Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. has a, a a similar story to the one Jericho told, where he's always said that it was uh, Brian Pillman that came up to him, I believe, mm. and said, you know, you're a babyface kid, and he said, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, I don't. And he kind of wanted to continue to be that real villainous bad guy, but yeah. just had to go with the wave. However, was did he really change? much about who Stone Cold was? No, because Stone Cold was unequivocally Stone Cold, just like MJF's unequivocally MJF. Yeah. And I feel after you listen to this, you watch the shows, you'll go, ah, I see what he was I get it. I get it. So were you disappointed, right? Because you come out at the end of the show. CM Punk is the world champion. You're one of only two guys in AEW that's ever beaten this guy. So there's a story that's already, I mean, you know, to me, the story's, Ben being told it was for that that was an act one. 100%. What we saw before, right? Yep. And you're there and he's got the title finally and you're there to spoil the moment. And I mean, you couldn't have written it, but the fact that you stole his fans in that moment in Chicago. is kind yeah, in Chicago is even more of this story. Maybe an injury happened, don't know. Hasn't, you know, hasn't been confirmed. He hasn't been on TV, titles vacated. All this drama that has nothing to do with what's going on on the AEW television show happens. I'll, I'll tell you what I've said in every other interview. Right, bring this up. Well, and well, I'm, I've heard what you've said because I'm not going to ask if if you. I'm going to ask if you're disappointed that that story isn't the one because I I see what you're saying that your moment wasn't stolen because you showed up on Dynamite on Wednesday. Yeah. Not only did you get the reaction, but there was a rating. You can see the number. Yeah. And it's. The numbers story tells have gone itself. back up since MJF has showed back up for work. Are you sad that the story that is being told through what you do in the ring is not that story that we started to see an inkling of at the paper? Honestly, I hear the word story. I find it interesting. To me, this is just reality, mm-hmm. right? Right now, what I'm excited about mm-hmm. is the fact that I have a chip that I can cash in at any time, and I can become the AEW world type, like champion. That's the only story I'm concerned with because right. that's the story of my life right now. Yeah. Is that right now, John Moxley is the world champion. He might lose that world title before I cash my chip in. Maybe I want him to. Right. Maybe I don't. Who's to say? Who's to but say? to me, the most interesting thing going on in all of professional wrestling is the fact that a 26-year-old has the wrestling world by the balls and I can literally cash a chip in and become champion of the world whenever I want. And I'm having fun right now. I am milking it for all it's worth. And John Moxley, he doesn't have to say it out loud, but I'm in his head. How could I not be? I am sitting, watching his matches week after week in a gorgeous luxury box after gorgeous luxury box that Wheeler Utah defiled. But we'll get into Wheeler. And yeah. get Again, yeah. by the time you watch this, I will have most likely handled, handledly Dis- beat him. Disposed of him. Um, that's the story. Yeah. That's the story. That's, and I see it on social. And I think what's the most interesting thing about this whole entire debacle that went, that has gone down, I think it's honestly become way less interesting as time has gone on. And isn't that telling, right? Yeah. Because that's what professional wrestling is. And I'll, I'll use, I'll use a phrase from a guy that was involved in it. It's a wheel. Yeah. And it's going to keep on turning. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. And I'll tell you, my one of my favorite things about the whole thing that hasn't been discussed enough is, to me, I'm watching Dynamite after everything's gone down and everybody's watching what's going to happen, what kind of announcement. And, and when you and Mox 
were in the ring together. I felt like as much as you two don't get along, as much as you two don't like each He's other, a schmuck. that we, you know, I know you've had words about him. Um, but there was this moment where it's like, when things happen in wrestling, in general, it can be perceived as a negative or it can be perceived as a positive, depending on the position that you're in. And I saw two guys go to the ring and go, now there's no question. We're the two top guys in this company. We're the ones that are going to take this company. I don't care who's in the locker room and who's not in the locker room. You came out and said, I'm the biggest star in this company. Mox came out and said, I'm the biggest star in this company. And nothing else mattered anymore. And it was like, there's the wheel right there instantly. I thought it was great. You said it better than I could have. I thought, which is really a compliment coming from you. Truly, you know. Truly. Yeah. 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 I thought no, it was a real, real cool. And again, I've moment. said it. I'll set up. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Everyone that was involved in this thing is crazy talented. Mm -hmm. Crazy talented. And whatever happens, whichever way this goes, I I wish everyone involved the best of luck. But like we just discussed, AEW is insane right now. And that's not hyperbole. Ratings have been going up. Key demographic has been going up. Even with this crazy bullshit nut job hurricane where you know that the news medias are going to be fear mongering and like, you're all going to die. You know what I mean? So yeah. everyone's tuning Gotta in. Gotta watch. We still hit a great demo. Right. Still. So... That's kind of it, right? We're, that's the story. It's the end of the story. Yeah. And I think that's why it's become a bit of a moot point at this point talking about it. Right. It was it was it was much more interesting when it went down. Right. But the company's proven that we're gonna keep on chugging along. Speaking of crazy talented, mm -hmm. what's it like having uh Brian Danielson in the locker room with you? Okay. I'm um God, how do I say this? Great guy. Right? Great guy. Gotcha. Um I don't think he's on my level. And I okay. actually... No, I'm, I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay, now it's like... If you put him in a situation in front of me where he's holding a microphone... Right. I will embarrass him. Just like I embarrassed Wheeler. Just like I embarrassed John Moxley. Just like I embarrassed literally everyone who's been standing across from me in the ring. Now, let's take the microphone away. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part to discuss. Okay. Is in ring. Right. Because for some strange reason, again, by the time this interview comes out, people will be reminded again, oh yeah, MJF's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Because mm -hmm. it's very easy to forget because I very seldomly, I think I'd even use the term rarely. Rarely. Rarely do I wrestle. And that's because unlike Brian Danielson, unlike John Moxley, unlike Chris Jericho, unlike every top name you can possibly conceive, I am not just a professional wrestler. I am a attraction. Right. Not much different than Andre the Giant. Right. If you want to see me wrestle and you want to see it, you're going to keep tuning in week after week, praying to God that somebody shuts me up and beats me. So would you put yourself on the level of The Undertaker? Why wouldn't I? I, he's, I What's, mean, he's, the only difference is height. That's it. Very tall man. Very tall. Great attraction. I'm no different. Right. When I wrestle, people freak out because it's a rarity. And... Every time, my favorite thing is people forget how good I am. Mm. And I think the fact that I'm so good at this mm -hmm. is forever for the rest of my career, most likely going to overshadow it. And I think it's not going to be until I retire when people watch my matches back with Chris Jericho, with CM Punk, with John Moxley already, which he had to cheat to win, mm. 
with Darby Allen, which in my opinion is the greatest match in the history of our company from a bell to bell standpoint, as far as pure technical wrestling Mm -hmm. from an emotional standpoint, I think the best match of all time in the history of our company is me versus CM Punk in that dog collar match. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, I'm not even close to none. Did I mention my match with Jungle Boy? Mm. So, and again, that's just five. That was only five. There are more. But I have shown so, like, so many times. I have, every time I go in there, people go, yeah, but can he wrestle? And it happens every time because so much time passes by before each match. And then I go out there and I showcase the fact that I'm one of, if not the best professional wrestler in the world. Mm. And then everyone goes, whoa. And then they forget by the next match. Right. And I'm telling you right now, Mm -hmm. I am not going to sit here and tell you that Brian is not an incredible professional wrestler. He is. There is nothing that he does that I can't do in better. Don't you think he's underrated uh, from a How is he underrated? From a microphone standpoint, everybody brings up, oh Oh, yeah, he's a good wrestler. He was the host of Talking Smack. Here's a prime example. He did his whole- We are polar opposites, and when I say that, I mean it from the view and standpoint of professional wrestling marks. Not fans, stupid, can I say fucking on this show? Yeah. Stupid fucking marks who don't know shit about dick, right? Right. So they'll be like- It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's a great wrestler, but he can't talk. Yeah. MJF's a great talker, but he can't wrestle. And then I'll watch Brian on the microphone. He's incredible. Right. He's one of the best talkers in the world. Okay. But I'd spank the shit out of him if, if okay. we were if we were standing in the ring and we were talking. Now, back to the wrestling. I think it's funny that the roles are reversed there and people think that he would spank me in the ring, bell to bell. I honestly think it would go down as the as one of the greatest matches in the history of the business. Forget mm-hmm. about the company. The business. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel the same way if MJF versus John Moxley ever happens again in in a fair competition where he doesn't al- use an illegal maneuver. Mm-hmm. I think that can go down as one of the greatest matches of all time because we have such a huge contrast in styles. He wrestles very much like a Brody or a Hanson. He is an incredible brawler. He is a wildly proficient striker. He's gotten incredible at grappling as well. But I feel from a technical wrestling standpoint, there is nobody better than MJF. Everything I do is it's crisp and it's dangerous and it's executed flawlessly. And that's a fact. Well, it's like it's 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 the attraction way of thinking. You don't waste movement. No. You don't take unnecessary risk. I have zero interest in that. Yes, that's something it's... that I think John Moxley lavishes in taking in taking those risks. Yes, he and likes violence. One million percent. And yes. that's cute. It's great. Cute. It's very cute. cute. I mean, it's I've watched the guy cute. go through panes of glass. That's not cute. I don't know. That's cute. great. You will never see MJF go through a pane of glass. You're not a deathmatch guy? No, no. I'm not a dumb match guy. Dumb. Gotcha. I'm not into it. I'm gotcha. not into the dumb matches. Gotcha. I am a professional wrestler. And so is John Moxley. He's one of the best in the world. Correct. I'm just better. Mm. I'm bet I'm and I can say that with a straight face. I'm a better wrestler than the man who's currently holding that AEW world title. And I wrestle my way. How did perception about you kind of change from a from with your peers, right? Cuz mm. I, I I know the way people's heads operates and I, and I know that some people might have been like there's MJF, he's he's doing his business, he's doing what he does and other people would have been deeply 
offended and sure. taken aback sure. by some of your ostentatiousness. That's my favorite. You know, yeah, yeah. Great, um, word. great word. Thank you. Uh, once you started backing it up, did you find that there was more of that anger or I'll say this. Less? I think there was a period of time in my career, honestly, around the time I did an interview with you. Right. Where there truly were fans out there. Now they're all gone. But there truly were fans out there that thought this was the only thing I can do. Right. Now I have proven it time and time again. And even though people forget the second the bell rings, they go, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, he's one of the best in the, in the ring, like in all of professional wrestling. Yeah. When I had, I think the first time people went, okay, got it, was the Jungle Boy match. Mm. And I think after that, the perception of, of that went away. Like the weird... Ms. Light thing that people used to say. Yes. And it was funny. I like upgraded. I went from, there was EC3 comparisons and then I upgraded to Ms. comparisons and now I'm just MJ fucking F. Right. Now, uh-huh. I honestly get offended when people pretend that Ms. isn't this great professional wrestler. Ms. He, is fantastic. Because he is. Yeah. Uh, But whatever. That's, well, you know, and it's interesting that you bring that up because something that I wanted to talk to you about is another person that I don't think gets there even remotely close to their due mm. is a wrestler named Baron Corbin. Oh, I also love. Okay. Happy Corbin. So here's the thing. about Love. I, love. Yeah, I yeah. personally also love Corbin. Yes. He's a great man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great performer. He's incredible. great athlete. Yeah. He's great. All, he's yeah. a great guy. He's a great guy. Right. The Corbster is a great guy. I also know. Yeah. That he, he doesn't like to just be friends with everybody. No. Right. Absolutely. He's not a guy who's just especially, you know, people in other people in the industry, Nor right? Right, right, right. You know, he sees people as being overrated quickly. He sees oh, yeah. all this stuff, right? Yeah. But I've noticed there is a, a friendship blossoming yeah, yeah. between you and Corbin. It's an inseparable bond. How did an inseparable bond develop yeah. between you and Happy Corbin? I just think mutual respect. Yeah. And and like I said, and I've said it in interviews constantly, if you are not watching every product out there available then you can't be the best version of yourself. And then you won't make the most amount of money. Mm-hmm. Corbin's a guy that understands that. So he watched my product. He saw me. I watched his product. I saw him. And we both went, yep. Yeah. That guy gets it. Real recognize real. It's that simple. Yes. It's that simple. Yeah. 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 Because I I, I, I I, enjoyed that that bond was beginning to be built. I feel one day... Somehow, mm-hmm. me and him will share a ring together. I think maybe even tag. Yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. Will yeah. that time be coming up soon, shortly? Who's to say? Could be 2024. Who's to say? Who's to say? What are we, soothsayers? Who's to say? Who's to say? Don't know. Nobody knows. I feel like Corbin, though, is one of those guys that uh, has developed uh, this this relationship where the audience does not see there are certain performers where the audience goes oh yeah that that guy's putting on a show for me yeah this is a character this yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't i don't feel like you you know like we've said you're one of those guys that they go the only mjf i know is the one that has presented to me the only corbin anybody knows it's the only one you'll see is the one that's presented and to i them. think he's another guy who was supremely underrated for what he was able to do bell to bell. Yeah. And now that's gone by the wayside too. I yeah. think people are fully aware of what he's capable of. What, what do you think as you're talking about watching all the products out there of what Sami Zayn is doing right now? I think Sami Zayn is one of the most entertaining professional wrestlers on the planet. 
has been for a very long time, hasn't always had the platform and the opportunity to show the world that. I feel now that he is getting that platform, it's becoming more clear than it ever was that he's next level. Yeah. 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 When you're when you're when you're watching other shows, could be WWE, could be Impact, whatever. I know you're not a New Japan guy. You don't have to tell me so, that. Uh, yeah. I would love to talk about how much I hate. No, I know that's one of your. Yeah, yeah. You love that topic. I just, I don't get it. I'll never get it. Yeah. It's the shit. Who do you see that you're like, that you, is not in AEW, you don't have the opportunity to work with right now, that other than one day you'll share a ring with Corbin, that you're like, that's somebody that whether we're on the same side or opposing sides, that's somebody who I'd like to do some business with. Alexander Hammerstone is a guy who's in MLW. Mm Mm-hmm. MLW is a promotion that I feel is supremely underrated. And I feel if Alex Hammerstone was on uh, a big platform like All Elite Wrestling, I feel he would be a huge get. Mm -hmm. I do. Now, I'm fairly certain that he's a staple guy there. I don't think he's going anywhere. To my understanding, he's making good money. Not MJF money. Who is making MJF money? Pretty much no one. Not me. But damn right you're not. Well, but I, mean. I think he's uh, he's an incredible talent. Yeah, has been for a long time. Yeah, great body too. Yeah, what a body. I well, have. I mean, and again, great body, but MJF has a pretty good body now too. Oh my god, it's pretty crazy. Oh my god, look at this. Look at the vascularity. Look at, look at pretty this. Scary. That's crazy. It's a Herculean. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Hercules Hernandez? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Getting the, the you should come out with chains arm. around your neck. Yeah. Burberry chains. Burberry chains. Yeah, that I would think, be great. Sam, yeah. Sam, you're not onto anything. I want you to know that. <laughs> you, were, you thought you were getting it. I thought. You were. Okay. It wasn't happening. <laughs> Got it. There's not, no compliments. Happening. Okay. So Almost. let me ask you this. Go ahead. Give me a hard-hitting question that no journalist has asked MJF yet. Please. That no journalist has asked MJF. Uh, uh, what was the deal with that uh, autograph signing that you know showed? There did we you, go. This you, is new. Yeah, okay. All right, good. This is good. fantastic. Is there a phrase? A story I can tell, a new story oh, thank, I can tell. Oh, thank God. This so you, is great. That comes out that you're supposed so, to be at an autograph signing, and yes. then the internet's talking about plane yes. tickets, yes. and it's a, why didn't you go to your autograph yes. signing? Fans showed up. Security didn't know why. So uh, my company lost $10,000 that day. And I say my company because right now they are employing me for the time being. I did not go because my boss at the time mm-hmm. was being a fucking mark. Okay. Okay. So if if you don't want to pay me what I'm worth, daddy does not show up to work. It's that simple. Daddy got the money. Daddy's back. Now me and Tony Khan are best friends. Tony Khan, great guy. Great guy. When I stayed in said hotel room, they did a wellness check on me. And the AEW security, this is a very true story, tried to break my door down. Now, at the time, I had already left. This is, you're, I can tell you're, you're laughing, but... I'm loving it. But it's real. So they, they, they did the check. His name's Sam. He's a part of... What was Atlas Security, I believe they are dubbed with a different name now. But yeah, he, he literally went to kick my door down for on a wellness check. Wow. I know you're not a, like a big drug guy, are you? No. Right. But I think that was everybody's fear, right? Is this is this MJF's, you know, Brian Pillman moment 
You know what I mean? I heard that people were saying this is this is MJF trying to be a pillman. Yeah, and you know? no, it was MJF trying to make what he was, you know, deserved deserved to be making based right. on the numbers I bring in when I am on screen. Now I've understood that there were some people that were really let down or offended, and what I say to you is, I don't care. Get over it. I'm happy now, and if you're a fan of me, then you should be happy too, because I'm stupid. I was rich before. But now I am so rich. I don't even know what to do with the amount of... I honestly, I thought about taking some of my money out of the bank in cash and just uh, um, converting it into like rolls of toilet paper. Sure. And just wiping my ass with it because I don't even know what to do with it all at this point. I get that. It's overwhelming. Yeah. I'm honestly a little scared because I could buy anything, which is a problem. Yeah. Because I like to spend money on dumb things. What's the what's a dumb thing that you've you've spent money on? I now have like three electric cars. I only drive one of them. By, by the way, anybody that thinks that MJF is is working right now, a Tesla pulled up yes, outside that my house. That Model was an electric three. car. Yeah. So I have that. I have the Porsche, I believe it's called a Taycan, and I I have now put in an order for a Lucid. Mm-hmm. Um never driven it. Don't even know what it looks like. I just thought it'd be funny. To have three electric cars. So did you, were you, were you mad specifically at, there was a, there were, you thought you should be paid more to go to that autograph signing? No, no, no. Or, or just a general. If you want the fans to see and experience me on any level, mm. pay me what I am worth. And he did. And now we're cool. Right. We're squared away. Okay. So did you book a plane ticket? I will not comment on the plane. Okay. You showed up to the pay-per-view regardless of whether you cannot not- confirm or deny whether or not a plane ticket was bought. But if a plane ticket was bought, it was a great ticket. It was a great ticket. The ticket was great. So you show up at the pay-per-view, yep. you do your match, Wardlow gets the big W. How? I don't know how big it was, buddy. I mean, he beat MJF. Pretty big victory. Uh-huh. I I think he got lucky. Okay. I think if we ever meet in the ring again, mm-hmm. he will lose handedly. Okay. Great guy. Great guy. Right. But eh, he's doing he's doing great right now. He's the TNT champion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now in a tag team with uh, an overhyped piece of shit who shoved me into a wall when I was just trying to be an extra and do my job. Um, yeah. But we're not going to talk about him because he's not worth it. Um, You're mad about about yeah, the mad. extra stuff? Yeah, I'm mad. I was 19 years old, yeah. and he shoved me into a wall because he's a hack. And Talk about Joe? I'm not going to say his name. Okay. I'm not going to give him a higher platform, and I'm not going to say his name. What I will say is, if he knows what's good for him, uh-huh. he should stay far away. He's a pretty MJ. tough guy. Doesn't buy you're not. So so's John Moxley. That's so's yeah, that's a good point. Chris Jericho. Yeah. So's CM Punk. Um, yeah, I mean that's not a bad point. That's not a bad point. So, okay. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So Wardlow gets it. Okay. So then, but then, okay. With all this drama going on and you no showing, leaving fans disappointed, which not your problem. I don't care about you. you don't care. No, I don't. But the, genuinely don't care about it. But the company would be like, this is, this is a bad look. Yeah. Why would they then turn around the TV after the pay per view and give you a live mic? This is all hypothetical. It, Everything that's about to come out of my mouth is hypothetical. Sure. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Let's say. Let's say 
I show up to the show. I wrestle. And then me and Tony Khan have a sit-down meeting. And he thinks we've made amends. We've not. He thinks he's going to give me a live microphone and everything's going to be okay. It was not. Okay. And I went out there. I aired some grievances in a, I thought, a fair way. And then I left. Are you offended by the people who think that... This that is was a, all hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking. That's a maybe. If that. It could have. It could have been a maybe. It might have happened that way. It might have not. It could be like that movie Clue with three different endings. That was one of them. I don't... I don't I've never seen that movie. Clue's great. You should check it out. But... Uh, Isn't that a board game? It, it started a, as a board game. And yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I don't think there's ever been a good movie that's based off of a board game ever. You didn't like Jumanji? But that wasn't a real board game. It was a fictional board game. Oh, so you're saying like a, so a literal a board game. So if there is a game that has been made from a board, like a movie that has been made from a board game, if the board game came before the movie, right. the movie was bad. Right. If the movie created the board game, right. it was pretty solid. But to be fair, you haven't seen the movie Clue. I don't think I have to. I think it would have crossed my, you know, it's got a tremendous wavelength cast. in some way by now if it was good. Well, you're young guys. Like, if I rotten tomatoes it, is it going to be like thirty percent? No, no, no. It's going to be very high, very high. It's a, it's a. I mean, it's a cult classic. Are you going to rotten tomatoes the I film? Think Clue? I think Tim Curry is in there. Christopher Lloyd. So it's just Clue. Clue the movie. Clue. Yeah. How have you never heard of the movie Clue? And by, by the way, I haven't lost my train of thought. So anybody watching, don't worry. But we really do need to settle. It's a sixty on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Well, you maybe think that, you know what you a know sixty what, is. Well, it's a failure. No, it's mid. Uh, don't, don't, say mid. Mid. don't say mid. Sixty is a mid. Because mid is so clue not the a movie. Compliment. Yeah, is officially nah. Ma ma ma, mid. Right. Well, never mind about clue then. All right. Do you get offended that there are uh, uh, people who see this uh, period of time in your life and career and think elaborate? "Quote unquote work mm -hmm. storyline." Shit, you don't. You really <laughs> don't. Think, you don't care. There are people that walk up to Buzz Aldridge. Well, I think Buzz just passed away, but before he did, they'd walk up to him and be like, "The moon landing was fake." He punched him right in the face. Punched him right in the face. <laughs> yeah. He got worked up. Yeah, but you know, once something's been said to you, right, wrong, and different a thousand times, when you know the truth, well, what plus, does it matter? Especially when it ended up with you getting a, so much money. What difference does it make? Stupid amount of money. Yeah. I now have a chip that eventually is going to make me the AEW world champion. Mm -hmm. And if I hold that world title all the way until January 1st, 2024, probably going to make even more money, even though, quite frankly, I don't need it. But bragging rights. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to you're not going to stick gonna around for no. the same or less. I'm not going to say no to more money. Should I? Maybe. It's becoming egregious, but I'm yeah. not going to. I'm going to use it as a bargaining chip. As somebody that has studied your words, the history. Yeah. What is I, this? Well, because I you think. You thought I fake studied? No, no, no. I, I know that you really studied, but I think you yeah. did it because you're, you at least at one point were a big wrestling fan. I think. You haven't told me that. Uh -huh. I think in your heart, maybe you've buried that because you used the. It's very possible I buried it so deep down. Right. Because now you have such disdain for the marks as you would call them. Yeah. I would probably fit into that category. I would say so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, For but, sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, yeah, I yeah. kind of put that out. Like, but Definitely. Yeah. So, okay, all right. But um, is there any part of you that has that thing that it's not just about money, that there are those days where you're like, I'd love to 
see what it's like to wrestle a match at WrestleMania. No, no, no. no. You don't even like even if you no. see Cody coming, no, 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 you no, no, and you have to when Cody no, no. made that entrance. Cody's a great guy. Great, great guy. guy. Great guy. Um, to answer your question, no. The only thing I care about at this point, at 26 years of age, is where will I make the most amount of money? You don't want. I mean, Cody comes at the stadium and the, that first boom, boom. Everybody goes nuts. The logo comes up. You're not thinking like, man, a hundred thousand people. If we could take my music with me, and it would just be such a moment. I think if AEW is willing to pay me enough money to put the company on my back and build it up, so that one day we have a hundred thousand people at an event. I see. What what's the, what's the difference? Right. What's the difference? The only difference now, is who's paying you more. Exactly. Right. That's all I care about. Yeah. That's all I care about. Jolly old Saint Nick knows that. Yeah. The other con knows that. Right. I call him the other con because I like I like Nick better. Just a little bit. You do. A little bit. You now do. it could be because <laughs> I've I have not worked with him yet. Right. But he just seems like a great guy. He does strike me as yeah, a yeah. Great, great guy. Guy. I haven't had him in a lot of I, yeah. I don't know him, but, but he strikes me talking, as a great talking guy. Talking entirely sincerely as I always do. Yep. Um, I think what and I think you will agree with this genuinely. Mm -hmm. What AEW has has been able to do in such a short period of time is nothing sh short of remarkable. It's insanity. Yeah. And the fact that I have been in the company since day one, I think, goes to tell you that its growth has to be attributed to me. And I think we can all agree on that. And I think well, partially. I don't. I don't what, think what, you what could is partial stuff. What is partial? Well, stuff? I don't think you could sit there and go like the the reason. Who's the biggest homegrown talent that did not work for? A, you, I mean, yeah. Well, please tell me. Adam Page has held the title. I would say that you are more Great. famous. That's good. Mikey Whipwreck was the ECW <laughs> World Champion. I don't know if Adam Page is is the AEW equivalent to Mikey Whipwreck. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you think. Whatever you think. No. Yeah. Okay. But I see. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. By the way, here's another influence that I pick up in your in your in your speech. And I don't know if you've ever had a communication with him, but I've heard you correct people. I never met Don Rickles. That's uh, not was it. I was going to say oh. Don Rickles. That would have been very flattering for you. But um, no, I've heard you say uh, oratory exhibition when people use that promo. Uh, uh, no, no, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Oratory exhibitionist. Or that you are an oratory exhibitionist who yeah, performs yeah. oratory exhibitions. Yes. That feels to me when you say it. Very similar to uh, a certain uh, uh, counsel to the tribal chief, uh, uh, man, Paul Heyman. Has my uncle Paul said that? No, no, no. He's never said that. But it does feel like the way he would differentiate between if you said you're managing Brock Lesnar. Ah, da, 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 da. Sure. Let me correct so you. So what you're saying is that a young MJF could have theoretically mm -hmm. grew up watching professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. While Paul Heyman mm -hmm. was the top manager, mm -hmm. perhaps he wouldn't call himself a manager anymore. Mm -hmm. At the in, time, though. Yeah, yeah. In the business. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're saying? Sure. It's highly probable. Sure. It's highly probable. Highly probable. Considering the fact that he's a Jew from New York. Highly probable. I, I mean, I'm, who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Is it a maybe? It's who's a, to say? Yeah. it's a I'd say it's a strong... Maybe have you spoken to your uncle Paul? Like, are those? Do you have any sort of relationship with Uncle Paul Heyman? I cannot confirm, confirm or deny that. Mm -hmm. What I will say, I can't say whether or not we've talked. But what I will say is, I've done some Jewish geography. Mm -hmm. We are distantly related. 
That's fantastic to hear that. That's fantastic. Now, I also heard, speaking of... Much uh, like Brett and Piper, a lot of people, if you sit down and you go through the family tree, right. they're actually very distantly related. But yeah, that was what WrestleMania 8 was all kind of built around, right? That's what made... And who knows? Maybe one day that will come up between MJF and Paul Heyman and whoever's being represented by Paul Heyman at the Who's time. Who's to say? Who's to say? It's Who's all maybes. Who's to maybe. Say? Maybe. Maybe Paul... Paul's contract goes up. <laughs> who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to, he's a business guy, Paul Heyman. So, who's if to anybody say? knows about putting money first in this industry, <laughs> okay. All right. Now, speaking of money, yes. um, you were asked on one of the barstool shows, maybe KFC Radio, about your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. He said I wasn't allowed to say me four times. Which right. Was, wildly insulting but i yeah i was it was it was i get i get where you'd be Can insulted i, I, I will say this and i don't think i've ever said this publicly on a podcast so this is a sam roberts exclusive love those i don't think it's inappropriate for me to say that if i win which i will the AEW world title mm-hmm. and i immediately retired <laughs> i'm dead serious okay i've had a hall of fame career yes I, I, you I'm know sorry, what? but I mean, it's true. Listen. I've had some of the best, you guys call it feuds, but I've ha- I've had, we'll use the word even though I think it's stupid because mm-hmm. it's real life for me. But well, Rivalry. I prefer rivalry. Okay. That's great. Rivalries happen in sports left and right. Yeah. I have had some of the best rivalries, not just in AEW's history, but in the history of the sport. Yeah. I've had some of the best matches in the history of AEW and in the history of the sport. If I cap that off with a world title run, no matter how long or short, and I walk away in 20 years from now, I don't think it's inappropriate for MJF to go into the Hall of Fame. I wanted to, I didn't know exactly the accolade you were going to give yourself. I don't think it's unfair what I'm saying. When you said I would have to argue that that point would be true. And it pains me to, I don't want to do that with you sitting right here. Now, how many 26-year-olds in the history of the business have been able to say that? And you watching at home right now, as much as you're like, God, fuck shit. He's right. Because I am. Because my rivalry with Cody Rhodes. My rivalry with Darby Allen. Mm -hmm. My rivalry with Wardlow. Mm -hmm. My rivalry with CM Punk. And those are just some of them. It's not even all of them. Um, is that essential to you when you step in the ring? Is it essential to you that we that there has to be a why here? If we're not, if there is no why, because you know, match sometimes there are just the matches. Fuck, would I fucking put my body on the line and par? This is what offends me the most about you people. <laughs> and when I say you people, I mean marks. Okay. Not weird, scaly looking white men. Just marks in general, who normally tend to be weird and you know. I don't know. I'm scaly. scaly. I, right. You got a good sheen to you. Okay. You people forget that every time we step foot in the ring, if one thing even goes a fraction wrong, we can be paralyzed from the neck down, or we could die, and that's not talked about anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think because of media and because of phones. Um, we as a human race have kind of become desensitized, but professional wrestling, I know MMA fighters that tried to train to become pro wrestlers and they were like, that shit really hurts. I don't want to do it. Right. 
MMA fighters that are going, why would you put yourself through that? That's cr- And they're dead serious. Yeah. They're not being funny or facetious. So there's many reasons why MJF rarely wrestles. To me, I'm not going to put my body on the line unless I am going to make an absurd amount of money. Right. Or unless, and this is a seldom one, there's an emotional investment there. Because I, I try to always put my money before my feelings. Always, always, always. But if there comes a point in time where I have enough disdain for somebody and I feel I need to prove a point, I'll get in the ring. I think Wheeler Yuta is actually a good example of that. Mm-hmm. It offends me that he thinks he should even share screen time with me. Right. It's actually offensive. Right. I'm going to show him that he fucked with the wrong guy. Yeah. I am a top guy. He is mid. Great kid. Great professional wrestler. I'm better. So I'm willing to go into the ring to prove that point. Yeah. 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 Now, are you getting bonused <laughs> per match? <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, it's yeah. not just a straight <laughs> salary. <laughs> Big bonuses. Big fat bonus. Big bonus. Yeah. Um, And also, the so people don't discuss the winner's purse a lot, which is a very real thing in all elite wrestling. It is. If you win, you're getting a bonus. Right. The person who loses does not get the winner's purse. Right. So that's another reason to do it. Now, when you're as rich as me, I don't have to wrestle as often and as frequently as these loser marks right. who have to try to wrestle every week because they need that winner's purse. I don't need fucking money. Do you... Will you win a match where you don't need the winner's purse just because that way it's kind of fun that the person you're wrestling who might need it, well, now you don't get it. I find it funny. I get, you like that. I do, I do find you it. You think that's funny. I used to find it more funny when I was first starting out, mm-hmm. but eventually you get tired of it. Because, yeah. like, wrestling hurts, dude. Yeah. Super painful. Yeah. Yeah. Would you go back and if you were to, like, say, leave AEW, would you, would you ever think, you know, the three months that you were gone, mm-hmm. did you ever think about, like, going back to the, the Rawway Rec Center <laughs> that you wouldn't? No, 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 no. I get contacted by these indie promoters left and right. Yeah. They're like, oh, please, please come back. Well, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Dude, I make 30 grand right. for an autograph signing. Oh, my God. So you want me to get in the ring? That's a year's me, salary for a lot of people. You want me to get in the fucking ring? Yeah. When I literally get to sit on my ass. Right. Draw, and 30 grand's the minimum. Right. I will not leave my house for less than that. Oh, my God. That's the minimum. And I know people out there right now are scratching their heads like, oh, he's just being... No, <laughs> ask the guy that I work with on autograph signings when I, and I do them so seldomly. That's because they cost 30 grand. 30 grand. <laughs> I will not leave my house for anything less. Right. And I have the best autograph guy ever. Which is, by the way, why if this podcast has way more ads on it than usual, you have to understand. I had to come up with the cash. It's not a joke. I was on the Hawani show. Yeah. And I said, where's my Venmo? Right. And he giggled. He didn't know I was dead serious. Right. He got me the money. He wasn't happy about it, but he got me the money. If you're going to have me on your show, you should probably ask before, not after the fact, hey, am I going to have to compensate you? He's one of the, he's one of those that I sometimes feel like kind of gets cute with you. I'm kind of waiting for you to have your Dr. D. David Schultz moment. And just slap the shit out of somebody? I slap somebody. Do you want? Okay. Because I'm I was on, just curious. No, me and you are on the same team. I was team. just curious. Nope. Okay. Nope. Understood. Nope. Understood. I, I feel like I've given you the proper amount of reverence and respect. Yeah. But- do you have any other juicy shit? Like, we've definitely done and talked about stuff that I feel I haven't talked about either before or at least not recently. Good. 
Any, talk, talk, anything else before well, I leave? Because I'm, I'm getting very tired. Okay, well, okay. I gotta. I'm gonna try to pique your interest then. Yeah, when I was when you were on that podcast, you were talking about the Mount your Mount Rushmore. Yes, and uh, we were talking about that. Yep, I completely got uh, sidetracked. And the first name, and you, lightning quick, brought it up. You yeah. had to think about the other three. Yeah, you went Triple H, Triple H. Yeah, you and Cody. I feel like Cody has also said. I you, think we're both we're Triple listen, H. Cody has said Triple H is his favorite me wrestler. Me and Cody are two very like minded, not just athletes but human beings. We're businessmen. We're wildly, incredibly athletic. We're both wildly handsome, mm. um, and we both have. Well, she's not my wife yet, but we, we both have very attractive um, other halves. By the way, before the things that you say about this wife of yours, first of all, I'm really happy for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Uh, so it's really funny. Someone on Twitter posted a photo of her uh, painting, and it was just her backside. So mm. everybody, because I talk about her ass constantly. Well, you also said she's got she has, the fattest dumper you've ever seen. You said that, and, and then said fat besides that tees. fucking fat poop cutter, she's got <laughs> the biggest fucking set of tits you have ever seen, and abs. And she uh -huh. also redhead, yeah. the cutest little button nose you've ever seen. Mm. Beautiful green eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking thick, succulent lips. Sure. sure. And she's smart. Yeah. She graduated from an Ivy League school Which in one? business. Which one? U Penn. Nice. And. You're, you know you're a special girl if I'm willing to get into one of my three electric cars and drive all the way to F Philadelphia. She's from Philly. She's not. Oh. She attended UPenn. Oh, and you would visit her? Yes, when we first started dating around three years ago. Wow. So, and she's... Now that would cost $30,000. Yeah. And she doesn't, I mean, who's got that? Yeah. You know what did make me laugh is somebody was like, she's 23, that's so gross. And then <laughs> and then someone under them were like, MJF's 26. And they were like, oh yeah, shit, sorry, 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 sorry. It's people like, do forget. Yeah, 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 people forget that I'm, I'm literally a fucking freak of nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that you're, I mean, yeah. 26 is a child for most. Yeah, I'd say so. You know, and now here I am making well over seven figures. Over. And, and I'm 26. You know, right. I think it's a lot for people to absorb. Here's the two guys. Has your fiance ever said, like, please don't describe, like, fat tits and stuff she like that? She said it like, yesterday. She actually said it to me like, yesterday. Please stop doing she that. She said, please stop doing that. I told her politely that I'm me 24-7, which she should know better than anybody. And I told her, if you don't want me to talk about having big, fat knockers, right. chop them off or something. Sure. No, I guess Because I'm an honest guy. I'm honest to a fault. Has your Have your parents come out? Because you said that your mom- Is a disgusting, raggedy slut- Okay. And my father has to be one of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever met in my Not a smart guy? Life. Not a smart guy. Uh, I'm now, he works for me now. Right. Because he had this whole paleo bagel thing. It was actually very successful. They're mm -hmm. called uh, Bedrock Bakers. You look it up, you'll find it. And he sold so many bagels. He called them bagels. And, um, oh, paleo bagels. Yeah. Yeah. But he's all old and ugly and gross now. And I was like, you stop with the bagel shit. Right. So I throw it's him. Embarrassing. Yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Gotcha. You know, there's, there's a, it's, I'm Jewish enough as it is. Gotcha. The fact that when somebody asks me, oh, what does your father do? He makes bagels. Right. They laugh. Right. Because they think I'm kidding. Right. I'm not. Right. But now I don't have to say that anymore. And what I can say is he works under Better Than You LLC. So. Beautiful. Yes. What does he do? He, he handles money. And he invests. Ah. So he's brain dead for the most part. Gotcha. But for whatever fucking reason, yeah. he's really good with that shit. How often do you Probably because of the whole Jew thing. I don't know. I wouldn't. I, who's yeah. to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Maybe. Maybe. 
It's a maybe. If that. How often do you talk to your parents? I try to. I try not to. Because I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, yeah. Based on who you are and what you've accomplished, yeah. I would imagine that you've actually... I would have thought that you had very good parents, that you had a very a, a no. good I, upbringing. I, the rest of the gene pool is grotesque. Mm -hmm. um, You're like I'm, Marilyn Munster, you know, the, the blonde. Yes. Yeah. Hands down, the most successful, the most famous, mm -hmm. the most good looking. Um, everybody else in my family is pretty haggard. Oof. Um, but it's crazy because thank God I found a woman who's so attractive. Yeah. Because now I don't have to worry about my kids looking like, you know, my parents. Smart. Because they're fucking ugly. Smart. I and mean, they're genuinely ugly and gross. Smart. Smart. That was real smart. Yeah. 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 I'm happy for you, by the way. I think getting Thank married you. is a is a, is a beautiful, wonderful yeah. And she's thing. beautiful. She truly is. She's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I love that yeah. you've, you've found... I love that you've found love. Yeah. I think it's a great also, thing. Also, she's... <laughs> she knows what she's doing. All right. I'll, you know what I mean? I, I know... I've, hey. You know what I mean? I know of what you speak. I don't know. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, I know. he doesn't know. Okay. He yeah. doesn't know. No. We'll, okay. But we'll go back yeah. to what we were saying. Is yeah. that is that is that uh, Triple H name? Triple H's name rolled right off your tongue. Yeah. Why is Triple H for you so clear cut on that Mount Rushmore? So, who is Triple H now in 2022? It's Paul Levesque. He's the he's the CEO. I mean, not the CEO, but the, you know the head of everything. COO. COO, head of creative, head of talent. He's yeah. the guy running the show. What else is there to talk about? So he 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 made Mount Rushmore when he I'll, made that move? Even if if we were only talking about his wrestling career, mm -hmm. I think he still winds there. You're right. I do. The Rock, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Edge, Brian Danielson. Um, I mean, God, there's way more names. Randy Orton, mm. um, Batista, Ric Flair, even at one point, um, he like made all of these people and I'm, I'm forgetting names. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I know I am. Yep. And it's because he was so incredibly hated that when he went through the curtain and entered that ring, if I'll put it this way. If Wheeler Yuta was standing across from him, mm -hmm. they would chant Yuta's name. Now, who does that remind you of? Yeah, I mean... Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that's why I'm a 26-year-old first ballot future Hall of Famer. Once you get that gold. It's over. Once you get that gold, Game, it's over. Game, set, match. Yeah, you know, with Triple H, I, I, I always thought that something he didn't get enough credit for was... Uh, when the internet started to turn on him, you know, because he was the biggest good guy. But Everybody loved him. That happens when you're on the top. But so the internet turns yeah. on him. Yeah. And instead of fighting it. Yeah. I mean, he leaned, leaned into it harder yeah. than anyone I've yeah. ever seen. And then obviously it. the other ones being Rock, yeah. Austin. And again, a case can be made on, is it Flair? Is it, in my mind, it's Piper just because I'm, God, I love Roddy Piper. Of course. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's the four. How did you and Freddie Prince Jr. end up being friends? Another person who, by the way, I love, admire, respect Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big, uh, big great guy. Freddie Prince guy. How did you and Freddie Prince Jr. end up becoming great friends? Um, we were just on a project together a while ago, and then he was like, pretty much just trying to beg me to help him for work. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. was. It, it's it's very it's it's very sad, but it's fine. And he's got this whole, 
you know, he's trying to start this wrestling company. So obviously he's going to ask me for loads of advice because like I'm a visionary. Yeah. And um, while I was doing that out of the kindness of my heart and the fact that he was compensating me for it, these wow. two drunk skanks tried talking to me. I heard this and hitting story, yeah. on me. And I hated that the article said MJF in character during dinner. There's no character. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times I can say this. Yeah. This is me. Ask Sam. He has known me since I was 18 years old. <laughs> Sam, has anything changed? No. Nothing. And you try. Nothing. You try. I keep trying to tell you people, and it's almost like I'm warning you. Like, I, there's always... What I love about interactions with people like you is people will walk up to me in the street, and they'll yeah. be like... MJF and I motherfuck them of because course. you're yelling in public and you're weird and you're gross and you're fat and you're bald and you're disgusting and you're poor and you're like can I get a photo and I'm like no and I walk away and, and you you look surprised or shocked <laughs> why I know it's like, I'm telling you who I am it's a, I'm authentic I have to have the conversation with my wife like I'm sure I will after you leave when she's like he's like cold shouldering our, I have a five-year-old. No offense. Do, no, I Your get kid it. walked up to me. I get it. He fucking reeked. No, he didn't. I told him to kick rocks. No, I, he starts crying. She's like, why is he like cold? He did cold shoulder the, our son. He wanted an autograph. It, I, the well, disrespectful little well, rug rat. He wouldn't. He's five. I'm coming here he's, for work. He's five. What he is, no offense. <laughs> Please, I say this with love and respect. I mean, I probably will take offense. Please don't take offense to this. Your kid's a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm taking but don't take offense to this. It's offensive. I, I said with all due respect. I understand. I literally said son. with all due respect. No, no I with get all it. due respect. I what's his it. name? I, mean, I don't say his name all on right, the fine. air because but I don't want people. You know, I wouldn't want people to know that my kid's a piece of shit. Either, no, so don't say not, his name. I get it. Hey, Sam. I get it. And that's the haps. No, yeah, that is. I guess that is the haps. Um. No, but I, it's one of those things where I will have to talk to my wife and go, no, it's just, it's it's who he is. It's the price that you pay. And can pay. I tell you something? Go ahead. Please. I say this with all due respect. No, and I mean, no. I shouldn't have brought with her up. all due respect. I shouldn't have brought her up. I smelled she was making cookies. Yeah, yeah. Those things. Yeah. Looked fucking inedible. <laughs> They weren't cardboard. First of all, you're cardboard. having a stupid giggle over there. That's I, not funny. It, well, it, it's he's laughing because <laughs> they weren't even cooked yet. We don't, don't know. Even They're gonna come shit, out. I don't even think the shitty kid deserves to eat cookies that are that gross. I'm sure they're gonna be great. You, I, Just don't give me one on the way out. Well, you aren't gonna get offered one, right. quite frankly. Good. Quite frankly, I'm. I'm but that's so the, upset. That's the price you. And pay. to be fair, go ahead. I said with all due respect. I said it twice. That's fair. That's fair, and to be, I, and I will, and I tell her it's the price you pay. I appreciate MJF coming to my studio, yeah, sitting down for this interview. Yeah. A lot of people would go, "Yeah, I did that when I was young." Yeah, yeah. we're not doing that. Like, no, 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 we're we're past. I'm that. a top guy in this industry. Yeah. You're willing to front the bill. I'm here. Yeah, I believe that I talked a lot about stuff here that I have I have not in the past. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else for me before I go back? Do to you feel beautiful? Like go ahead. Luxurious Long Island, New York. Westchester's not bad. Do you have any questions? I mean, this is the big one, Sam. Yeah. You can ask me anything, and try to think into your Rolodex because I know you're a big fat Mark and you watch all my interviews and shit. I'm not overweight. So now you're you're right. So <laughs> you guys don't see the bottom under the desk. It's very it's frightening. <laughs> I I want you to ask me a question that no one ever asked. And I will answer it earnestly and honestly. Yeah. Right here. Not Sam Wrestling. Exclusive. Right. 
End of the interview. This is he's guys. This guy calls himself a journalist. I don't. I'm putting it all out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Go. Who? Bad question. Okay. I'm just kidding. Go <laughs> who is? Who is somebody? Because like we said before, some people are going to appreciate what you do. Some people are not going to appreciate what you do. You're going to ask me who has an issue with me in the business? Who is somebody that has come to you and 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 you've gone? Oh boy, this is really like this is not just somebody who doesn't like me. Like this is this is bad. Like this person. It's happened a lot of times. This is bad. I mean, I'm trying to think of the worst conceivable story of all time. Besides my wife, for what you said about our son. Those cookies, man. And no, the she's more offended about the son, but go on. The cookies are the cookies. Out of the two things she made, <laughs> I'm more concerned with the cookies. <laughs> the cookies are worse. They're both bad. <laughs> but the cookies but are the cookies are worse. Okay. Glad you didn't meet our daughter. Go on. You have a daughter? Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm like, I honestly, it's this is horrible what I'm about to say. There have been so many bad interactions yeah. that got very intense and almost turned into fistfights. I don't know which story is appropriate because a majority of these people have passed away. Really? Yes. These are like older... I'll tell this story because we ended up drinking a beer together and it was like, fine. Um... There was a wrestler yeah. in an oratory exhibition that I had proceeded to cut. I called him old. His name was Tracy. Okay. Okay? All right. Tracy didn't like that. Yeah. Tracy friends me on Facebook because I was building up the match for the following week. This was for Absolute Intense Wrestling. Tracy messages me on Facebook, and he goes, in all caps, Hey, you fucking goof. And I write, sup. Because I don't know what else to respond. And Because I'm 19 at the time. And he was like, why the fuck did you call me old, you dumb, stupid motherfucker? And I didn't like his tone. Even over text, I didn't like his tone. So I wrote back, in all caps, it's not my fault you're old. What was he going to do? Beat me up? Guess what? That's exactly what he was going to do. So he calls the promoter at the time. Uh-huh. And he tells them, I'm going to beat the shit out of this, you know, young, worthless sack of crap, right? Time goes by. It's been a full month. I see him at the show. And he walks up to me. He goes, who do you think you are? I go, MJF. And he smirked. And we got drunk. (laughs) <laughs> and that was it that was he respected story. that yeah. you now the other stories don't end up happy right and a majority of these people are dead right I tend to butt heads with the older statesmen in well, professional wrestling and who at 19 yeah who is their talent like how do you have the confidence I awareness? never had a I never had a come to Jesus quote unquote you know how if somebody is being a jerk or whatever so yeah. they get pulled to the side and I think people just knew I'm unequivocally me and like you can talk to me about but, it as but, much as you want. But how do you not have that moment of being like, you know what, I better slow down because people are starting to not like me. They're, you don't have this thing. A lot of performers, athletes, yeah. whatever you want, have this thing where they need to be liked. That's why they're in front of an audience. Yeah. There was a guy, he keyed my truck, called me a c- I guess, I don't know if you bleep out c- it's up to you. Okay. C- um, Called me a c- 
And that was because at 20 years of age, I was doing very well in the industry. And there were a lot of scenarios like that where people would lean on the anti-Semitism when in my mind, there was so many other more interesting things like they could have leaned on. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The fact that anti-Semitism would even, yeah. Actually, like that's where their mind would go. Let's bleep his name you. and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. I don't want to give him the satisfaction of, of, of there being an article that says sure. blank did such and such. Sure. And that's just one example of the thousands of times people tried to mess with me. There was another time I'm 20 and one wrestler pulled my pants down and the other wrestler took a photo of my dick and threatened to like leak it out to like social media. That time was funny because I said, go for it because I'm proud of it. Right. But it, if it was anybody else. It would have been bad. It would have been really bad. Right. But for really you, bad. it would have been like, and there's that, another... I know people think I'm kidding, but that's a real thing that happened to me. Wow. There was a lot of crazy shit that went down in the Northeast Indies because a young hot start who was afraid of nothing and no one and spoke the way that he wanted to speak. There was a lot of bullying. There was a lot of hazing. There was a lot of trying to get me to quit. Yeah. And I didn't. And now I am, and I can say this with a straight face because I own Google Trends. I'm literally one of the most famous professional wrestlers in the world. Mm -hmm. And all of these people that I'm referring to are either dead or irrelevant or canceled. So <laughs> shocking, right? Right. So yeah. Do you have a list of people that like, I mean, in your head, that like you a shit just, list. Yeah. That you're like, <laughs> now that I'm here, yeah. I know you're going to call yeah. if you haven't already. Yeah. And they all have. Yeah. And they all have. And guess what? I will never stop someone from getting a job. That is not my MO. I think that's horseshit. Mm -hmm. I think all of the people that had an issue with me are so talentless right. that I'm never going to have to worry about it. And guess what? None of these people work with me. Yeah. Because they're either dead, yeah. talentless, mm -hmm. or canceled. Right. Or two out of the three. Hey, <laughs> maybe all three. Maybe all three. Who's the possible? Who's to say? Who's to say? Hey, not Sam Wrestling. Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? And you and Cody, still good. He's my best friend. How often do you talk to him? Talk to him all the time. You do talk to him all the time. Talk to him all the time. Great guy. He's over here saying, hey, it's great over here. You're over there saying, hey, it's great over here. It's great over here. Water's just fine. We're both just having a great time. Great time. Wow. No, I'll still call him when I, when I, when I honestly need, rarely do I need advice. I mean, look at me. But I'll call him because I respect the shit out of him and I'll call him to get a second masterful opinion. That makes sense. Yeah. I love the way you phrase that and I... Well, I, I am an oratory exhibitionist. One of the best. One of. One of the, the old. best. One Ladies the and gentlemen, old. I'm going to do exactly what I believe I did back in 2019. My name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman <laughs> and I am or was the youngest and fastest rising star. Now I'm just the star in all of professional wrestling at 26. I am better than you and you know it. This is Sam Roberts of the Not Sam Wrestling Podcast. This show is Mama Ma That's a bad, I thought it was the other thing. If if you offer me a cookie, I swear to God, I will fucking spit it out in front of your wife and your kid. Yeah, I wouldn't give you a cookie. Stop rolling the tape. Thanks for listening. Follow at Not Sam on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
rate, review, and subscribe. This has been Not Sam Wrestling. Not Sam Wrestling.